Hello, welcome to Guides the Unknown. I'm Kristen. I'm William. And we are back to talk to you about spooky things of the week. That's Not right. Not in a timely, like, of the week manner, but just we're here again on a weekly basis. Yeah. Is there any, like, still, like, a spooky publication out there? I mean, Weird New Jersey is, like, quarterly. Yeah. Right? So it's, like, every few months. Um, Do they still have, like, wor- weekly world news with Bat Boy and stuff? I think they might. Mm. I think they yeah, I don't really know. Maybe it's time to look into getting a subscription for one of those. How cool I would that know. be? Totally. Yeah. Weekly World News. Uh, learn oh, about, I, like, you know what? I think Weekly World News did shut down. Really? I think so. I remember when we were young, always seeing in like the oh, totally. like, convenience stores, in the supermarket, yeah. tabloidy type papers where it would be like, world's fattest man marries yeah. world's smallest cow. Yeah. And it'd just be like, well, I, I, as a kid, I was like, I guess it's true. Yeah. Can they print it if it's not true? I don't know. <laughs> Absolutely I'm not. I'm just a boy. <laughs> Remember when we saw the world's biggest underwear? Oh, I sure do. In D.C.? Maybe. Is that right? Yeah, I think they yeah. were Tafts. <laughs> uh, nice. This week on the show, we're doing something a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Yep. In honor of our 13th episode, we're talking about scary 13 stuff. That's right. Yeah. Uh, you may be familiar with the idea, the superstition surrounding the number 13. It's mm-hmm. meant to be an omen of bad luck. Yeah. But Why? Tonight on the show. (laughs) And and in what kinds of ways? We shall uncover it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I wore my spooky black cat necklace on purpose because that's kind of superstitious and scary. Oh, Um, very good. From Buried Diamond on Etsy. Huh. One of our listeners is a big Buried Diamond fan, too. We were talking about it on Twitter. I saw that. That was a pretty bizarre coincidence. I know. They posted a picture of like the same eyeball necklace thing that you wear. She had collar clips of eyeballs, which I also have. I have a ton of Buried Diamond stuff that I've worn on the show before. But yeah, it was cool. Huh. Yeah. That's awesome. So I'm going to tell you a little bit real quick about Mm -hmm. the history of the number 13. Yes, I think that's the best way to do it. Why it is believed to be a a cursed number that will make you befall some Mm -hmm. sort of tragedy, bad luck, what have you. Yes. All right. So according Mm – now, some of this is dry and weird because I'm literally telling you about the history of a number. Yeah. By the way, did you know that Wikipedia has a Wikipedia page for every number? Really? Yeah. And it'll be like, the seventh integer, also a whole number. Well, like, how high does it go? It looked like it went into, like, the thousands. Are there, like, 42 facts? What? Like, about 42. I would assume there are 42 facts. Wow. Okay. Yeah. There must be somebody out there who loves to read all about the numbers. I guess so. There's obviously somebody who likes to write all about the numbers if they're there. Yeah, I guess so. All right. So, according to history.com, 10% 10% of the U.S. population has a fear of the number 13, mm-hmm. known also as triskaidekaphobia. Yeah. Tris meaning literally three, deca being 10. Or three fear ten. of triscuits. Fear of triscuits. Like, um, wasn't that on Friends? It was on Friends, yeah. I think, yeah. Uh, and uh, every, I know that this is uh, Friday the 13th. It's, it's mm-hmm. all sort of in the same melting pot, though. Yeah. Uh, every Friday the 13th, the economy takes a bit of a hit uh-huh. uh, surrounding the number 13 because some people, some people, you know, avoid taking vacations. Yeah. They don't want their weddings to fall on the, on Friday the 13th. Yeah. Some people literally just don't go to work. Yeah. That, that seems excessive to, well, I mean, it's whatever, but I'm just surprised that people it, like won't leave their homes. I know. It's weird that they really like batten down the hatches. Yeah. 
you know, get the one of those things, MREs, military rations oh, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dried Salisbury steak. We're like staying I have, in. Like I have at home because mom got a whole bunch of them for us. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You didn't bring them home, right? You no, like refused. Not, Why? I, it's, I just don't – because I, I know I'm not going to eat them. No, I know they're just going to sit in the like corner. in the event of emergency. Yeah, I'll, I think I'll be. I'm not anticipating a big emergency where I'm. I just think it's like, weird that you refuse to take them. Open one of the packets of chicken cordon bleu. <laughs> what if there is? Who eh, knows? Who it's knows? in a Tupperware up in the cabinet. You know what? The world like, is a little bit more hectic since I turned it down. Maybe yeah. I should rethink my stance. Yeah. So <clears throat> here is where it may have started. Yeah. There are a ton of theories as to why 13 is an unlucky number. Uh-huh. Most of them, most of them are insane. Yep. So, um,. Essentially, 13 is viewed as a special number. Mm -hmm. Even forget the idea of it being a cursed number or an unlucky number. Yeah. It is viewed as distinct from the other numbers in enough cultures around the world Mm -hmm. that people have wondered, why is everybody focused on 13? Yeah. One way or another. If you like it or you hate it. Yeah. What's the deal with 13? Why 13? So there is a theory that uh, there are basically – uh, so you have like a full lunar cycle a month, right? Yeah. You have like a full moon, new moon, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's supposed to happen once a month. Yeah. 12 months. Yeah. But it doesn't. It mm-hmm. happens slightly more frequently. Yeah. It happens something like 12.4 times a year. Yeah. Meaning that there's a little remainder after uh-huh. the 12th month. So people theorize that that becomes its own sort of mini 13th month uh, of the year. Okay. And so 13 yeah. becomes special. Yeah. Huh. There are some people that say that 12 – is a perfect number uh, that it is. We've got 24 hours in a day. Yeah. That's two groupings of 12 hours. That's mm, nice. That is satisfying. And so because 13 is the next number over, uh-uh, yeah. it must be horrible. Too far. Which seems stupid to me. Yeah. Um, there are also multiple sources. Seriously, multiple sources pointed this out. Women menstruate roughly 13 times per year. So is this so another th- one of those like – like weird misogynistic things. Women be evil, yo. Yeah, probably. Things. Probably. Uh, it also upset the regular arrangement of church festivals. <laughs> Ooh. Don't know what that is. Evil. Yeah, I read stuff about how the monks in charge of calendars yeah. would be very upset when uh, there were 13 full moons in a single year because uh-huh. it would upset the the church schedule or something. It's like, real, when, what year was that? Yeah. Wikipedia didn't even give data beyond that, just that the monks would be upset. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> Stupid. There are a lot of things like that. Like, it's happened a bunch of times throughout the show where I read something on Wikipedia and I'm like, okay, let me delve further into that. And it's not possible. Like, what is, I still don't know. Actually, something I referenced Batman later in my thing. And I was oh. like, oh, I wonder if this means Batman, like the comic, the animated series, the whatever. And the only link to, actually, I could have, I just realized I could have Googled further and figured this out. But it just linked to Batman as like an entity on Wikipedia, just like the character of Batman. It Good luck sifting through. It didn't link to like what thing we were talking like about. Like 80 years of history of it this. It does say the name of the story within Batman, and I think that it's a comic because I think that I've read it. Does that have something to do with Calendar Man? <laughs> a lot of sounds just came out I of know, your face. <laughs> that was wild. Calendar Man. Yeah, Julian Day, the Calendar Man. You know <laughs> Calendar Man. Everybody knows Julian Day, the Calendar Man. What does the Calendar Man do? And no, it doesn't. But what does the Calendar Man do? Commit zany crimes based on the holidays. Oh my god, <laughs> that sounds like one of the lesser Batman villains. It sounds like one of the the like nineteen sixties Adam West being like, <laughs> "Well, it's Arbor Day, old chum. 
I sure hope our old friend the calendar man doesn't get up to any mischief. Man, I don't know why I made the lumber all these yard. sounds. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe that there's a villain called Calendar Day. Yeah, he was. I later, mean, Calendar Man. He was later uh, rewritten to be like. Oh, you don't say. A messed up serial killer who was just like. Did he kill like based on the moon? Or something? Uh, something like that. Yeah. There's a very famous Batman story called The Long Halloween. Uh-huh. And I believe the calendar man's a big part of it. That makes sense. They're in the Batman That's video crazy. games, the recent excellent Batman Arkham series yeah. of video games, mm-hmm. Calendar Man appears in Arkham City. Uh-huh. He's in a jail cell at the bottom of um of like a a courthouse or something. Yeah. And based on your video game system's internal clock, yeah. if you go to visit Calendar Man on Mother's Day. So he'll Halloween, wish you like Christmas, a happy. He'll say some bizarre cryptic thing about yeah. murder. And if you visit him on every holiday in a year, you get an achievement. Cool. I have never done it. That sounds pretty sweet. <laughs> it seems like a lot of work. It really does. Yeah. There are people that still to this day, that game came out like eight years ago. Yeah. There are people that post online like, Merry Christmas, everyone. If you're trying to get the calendar day achievement for <laughs> Batman Arkham City, go talk to Calendar Man in the basement of the courthouse. This has been your reminder. <laughs> Merry Christmas, y'all. You know what? We need those people. Yeah. Uh, they're providing a service. Yeah. <laughs> in some form. Um, another very, very famous uh, belief about the number 13 is that it dates back to something called Hammurabi's Code. Okay. Uh, basically, it's an ancient Babylonian book of law. Mm-hmm. A code of law. Hammurabi's uh-huh. Code. Uh-huh. It's kind of like the Ten Commandments. Yeah. This is a direct quote. If a man destroy the eye of another man, they shall destroy his eye. Oh, okay. Which is a Babylonian version yeah. of eye for an eye, yeah. which sounds so much scarier. Yeah. You destroyed my eye. Wait, wait, wait. It's, wait, let me read this. If a man destroy the eye of another man, they shall destroy his eye. It sounds more to me like not necessarily eye for an eye, but like when you hurt somebody, you're hurting yourself. They shall destroy his eye. Well, I mean, that's kind of what an eye for an eye means, right? Like, don't do damage onto somebody else. You should expect that it's going to be done back to you. Uh, right? Well, no. I mean, the whole phrase, like, an eye for an eye. Or no, what the hell is an that? An eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. An eye for an eye makes the whole word blind. World's blind. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I know an eye for an eye is just like, you did this to me, so I'm going to do it to you without any further judgment on it. Oh, like, on any actions. That's like, oh. you know. Yeah, it sounds more like a deterrent. Yeah it's, yeah, it's like a deep, like, when you hurt somebody else, really, you're hurting yourself huh. kind of thing. Interesting. Yeah. So there is, like, a very common belief mm-hmm. that Hammurabi's code has, like, it's got, like, the number one law, number two law, number mm-hmm. three law, and that law number 13 was omitted. Ah. It was taken out of the book. Oh, but so is there like a 14? Does it skip or complete, just goes to 12? It's actually a complete misnomer. The The rules in Hammurabi's code uh-huh. are not numbered. Oh, okay. So there it's is like no... points. Yeah. yeah. So it was just like a translation mistake gotcha. or a transcription mistake. Yeah. But anyway, that's a very popular one, so I wanted to address it and let yeah. you know that that is evidently not it. Hmm. Uh, this is a big one, and yeah. this also ties into Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. The Knights Templar uh-huh. was ordered to be uh, tortured and killed mm-hmm. on Friday, October 13th in the year 1307 uh-huh. by King Philip IV of France, which is kind of like Star Wars when the Emperor says, initiate Order 66 to kill all the Jedi. Uh-huh. I, that's what I picture happened to the okay. Templars. Yeah, yeah. Um, the gallows. I loved this a lot. Yeah. You think about the hangman's, the word gallows. The hangman's noose. Yeah. The gallows. Yeah. There are 13 steps that lead to the gallows. Mm-hmm. I've heard that before. 
but like, doesn't that kind of depend on the gallows? Yeah, entirely. Like, yeah. if I just start walking <laughs> to a gallows right now, it might take maybe, me like five million steps. You know? What? No, it would be like the steps up to the gallows to be hung. Oh, like every like time the plat- they build, like yeah, 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 like the platform. It would have like you build thirteen steps. Oh. Not like how far it is to walk to the gallows from your house. Well. <laughs> It still doesn't make any sense. Yes, it does. So there was a park ranger at Fort Smith Historic Site who once said, there are 13 steps on the gallows, uh-huh. 12 up, one down. Oh, okay. That's step sweet. Off, step off that stool. That's sweet. Yeah, that, so it'd be that they're traditionally made with 12 or 13 steps, I guess. Yeah. yeah. yeah pretty cool, grisly idea. Yeah. yeah. You got to climb up 12 steps yeah. and then take Only one go step down one. back down. Yeah. Yeah. That's sweet. Okay. Now here we're going to get into some of the stuff that I think is really the actual basis for why most people consider 13 to be bad luck. Okay. I'm going to vote that overall Mm -hmm. most people would say 13 is bad luck Mm -hmm. because – Everybody says 13's bad luck. Yeah. You know, I mean, I didn't know any of this stuff before this. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that most people are afraid of the number because people develop these superstitions. And when mm-hmm. you hear it enough, it gets it gets like embedded in your head. Yeah. Because I did not know these next two things, mm-hmm. and I think that they are more likely the original reasons that early people were like, oh, that's, you know, a bad omen. Yeah. So this one's a little silly, but in Norse mythology mm-hmm. – Loki, uh-huh. who was the god Ooh, mischievous. of mischievous, I know that he was the god of mischief. Yep, he was the thirteenth god to arrive at a dinner party in Valhalla. Oh, how rude! Which upset the balance of the twelve gods already in attendance. Oh man! So was he like not invited? And he and he Just showed up crashing and he, like, the party. He ruined the vibe of the party. Like, do you know there's a thing how some like hosts or hostesses invite just the right mix of people, right, so, like yeah. the perfect alchemy for the best conversation of the night, and they probably planned everything out, and then Loki showed up, and it's like this messes up the whole yeah. ecosystem. And then there's Loki getting ready, yeah, looking in the mirror, going P A R T, yeah, why? Yep. Yep. Because I gotta, yeah, and then zings out the door, yeah, and then they try to kick His him suit out. Suit is just too loud for the day, uh, not decor, the uh, <laughs> ward. I don't know what the ambiance. What people would wear? Dress code. The dress code. Yeah. And then they try to kick him out. They're like, what are you doing here? And he goes, somebody stop me. And they do because they don't want him there. They kick him out. Yeah. Uh, That's the least popular Loki to reference in the year 2018. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) Now that there's like the Marvel Tom Hiddleston sexy god of I am so surprised that people think he's sexy. I think he's so doofy looking in those movies. Like he's a good looking guy. I think he's a good looking guy in real life, but I think Loki in um in Thor like was not sexy. When I started hearing people be all about it, I was like, this guy. Well, Thor is not it. particularly good, just uh, in general. Oh, I, I thought you meant like sexy wise. I was gonna say no, like he's like, he's smashing Loki in that the, department. The movies yeah. stink. I understand. I didn't like the first one. I didn't see anything else. I understand the third one's supposed to be really great, but yeah. I, it has Jeff Goldblum in it. Yeah, I, I've good. not seen it. I've just seen him since the first one in the Avengers stuff, and I like him. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So here, this is the big guns. Mm, okay. Buckle up. All right. I'm ready. Get ready. Okay. Set. Yeah. Go. Right, here we go. Jesus Christ and the Twelve Apostles. Uh huh. I, I avoided reading this. Yeah. They sat down for the Last Supper. Yeah. Well, let's take that back now, y'all. <laughs> Jesus Christ sat down with eleven of the Twelve Apostles. Uh huh. And then the thirteenth man entered the room and sat. His name? Judas. Yeah. The person who would then betray Jesus. Yeah. 
leading to uh, his crucifixion. Mm-hmm. So there are many people that say uh, because he was the 13th and because he was the betrayer. Yeah. Uh, that that, I guess, the the significance of yeah. that betrayal, that event, uh-huh. has led to the number 13 being damned and doomed low these past few thousand years. That definitely makes sense because Christian mythology colors so much of everything, basically, yeah. at least in like American society. So that makes a lot of sense to me to have that tri- trickle down effect. Exactly. Or just because everybody loves a good party in both of these stories, the Norse one and the Jesus one. Yeah. It's a 13th person messing up a party. It's all about partying. It's all about the it's party. It's an odd number of chairs. Yeah. You know, it's a whole thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, an odd number of chairs, chairs could mean that there's somebody sitting at the head of the table. Oh, Which that's is true. always kind of a good configuration if you're an egomaniac. All right. Well, fair you enough. Got six and six. It's a good like point. Like Voldemort. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. Know? Yep, yep, yep. Very good. Very good. To think about. All right. So cultures around the world. Yeah. All right. Ancient Iran, mm-hmm. also known as Persia. Mm-hmm. The 13th day of each new year. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to butcher this pronunciation. I apologize. Is called Sizda Bidar. Uh-huh. And it's considered a day when evil's power might cause difficulties for people. Therefore, on the 13th day of each new year, people leave urban areas for one day and camp in the countryside. That's cool. This tradition continues to this day. That's awesome. I love the idea of that. Yeah. Like, the 13th day of the new year is coming up. Yeah. We got to get out of the city. Yeah. Like, let's let's retreat. Let's go to the middle of nowhere. So is it just like Burning Man all over Iran? <laughs> <laughs> See, that's where your mind goes with it. I think of it more like um, uh, like uh, the zombie apocalypse uh-huh. plans. Like people always oh, go, yeah, like, yeah, you got to yeah. get out of the city. Like, you yeah, go to upstate New York. Oh, or the purge. Where there are no people. Yeah. yeah. Get, yes. Yes. The you, purge day you know is coming. I hate the purge. I hate the purge. It freaks me out. Don't like a good purging. No. So the Persians also predicted that at the beginning. Oh, the Persians. The Persians uh, predicted that at the beginning of the 13,000th year. Uh-huh. There will be chaos as evil mounts a great battle against good. Oh, man. So almost like a their yeah. Book of Revelations yeah. kind of concept. Yeah, that's um, awesome. Yeah. Uh, in Italy, and I think you'll have more on this, Italy, 13 is considered lucky. I do not have anything on that, so... The number 17 yeah. is considered unlucky. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you know why? Uh, No. Okay. I don't. Yeah. I do know why in Asia, yeah. 13 is not the unlucky number, but 4 is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because the pronunciation of the letter 4 mm-hmm. is very similar to the pronunciation of the word death. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. Very cool. Yeah. Very unlucky. And in Wicca, uh-huh. Kristen. Yep. And in Wiccan culture. Yep. Did you know? Of course you did. <laughs> Most covens have 13 members. Yeah. Though sometimes they can have fewer. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. That means it's that a, it's it's like a nothing fact. There's no Wiccan group that has more than thirteen. Yeah, I don't think that that's a hard and fast. They'd they'd be like, no 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 no. I wonder no. like Tina's here. We're at thirteen already. Check yourself. Get no, that out. would not be a Wiccan way of doing things. You mean I have to yeah. meet? I have to meet twelve new friends. To- yeah. <laughs> For a whole new coven. I bet it was like that that was a rule in the beginning. And then they were like, but it's cool. Yeah. You know, and just like just whatever group you like gel with. Right. <laughs> doesn't matter the number. Weird stuff. <laughs> yeah. Weird. Um, and then I have uh, one piece of uh, lore uh-huh. surrounding the number 13 that uh-huh. I think is of particular interest cool. to you. Okay. Kristen. 
it is incredibly unlucky to have 13 letters in your name. Oh, no. How glad are you that you changed your last name after getting married to your husband? K-R-I-S-T-E-N-R-O-G-E-R-S. Oh, my God. 13. How are you holding? What's William Rogers? I'm sure I'm fine. Uh Uh-oh. Wait, that tickle in my throat from (laughs) eating that Chipotle (laughs) green sauce that I might be allergic to. W-I-L-L-I-A-M-R-O-G-E-R. R. Don't do it. Don't even go there. Don't, don't say it. There. Don't speak it. Don't say it. Don't speak it. <laughs> what is something? Oh, it's bye bye man. It's that was. No, I was thinking like to like shut your mouth before you say because there was going to be like a signal and a bad thing was going to come. <laughs> I wonder if we talk about Harry Potter every episode. That's interesting of everything. Like when we even did book club and schmook club, it probably came probably, out. Probably, but I feel like every episode of The Guides of the Unknown, I'd be like, oh, so it's like. Um, you know, I if know, we're ever character. at risk of missing a Harry Potter reference, we should like quickly just be like, uh, Boggarts, yeah, yeah. good night, <laughs> yeah. just, just to be just sure, in case. just to be on the safe side. Yeah. You know what? I, I have so I have a few other weird floating facts. Yeah. I want to I kick it over to your side, but I want to throw this one out there. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry if you saw this in your research. Okay. But I just find it so stupid yeah. and, and kind of cool uh-huh. that I just I can't hold back. Okay. Do you know about the 13 Club? Yes. All right. It's it's a it's a big chunk of my Friday the 13th thing. Oh, it is. Yeah. All right, then I'll hold off. I'll hold okay. off. Okay. All right, why don't we I would I'm only making you hold off because I relate it to something unexpected okay. that I want to be able to do that That's with. fair. As okay. long as it's in here. Yes. I'm happy. Yes. And if I miss anything, you can jump in with it. Okay. I have a bunch of like weird f- other floating stuff. That do it. Yeah. If we have time. Just do it I'm now. just going to tell you. Stu- no, because I don't want to step on your toes. You did your own research. Why? I don't care. No. You did your own research. I want to hear what you've got. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So that's sort of the background. That's yeah. why people believe the number 13 is right. unlucky. And I should also point out that when we say that the number 13 is considered unlucky, mm-hmm. people with triskaidekaphobia, the fear of the number 13, yeah. I'm unclear even after my research as to whether people think, oh no, I saw the number 13 on uh, my hotel room. Yeah. That means that something definitely bad is going to happen to me mm-hmm. or that like the number 13 is following me. I'm unclear what people think it's going to do other than I don't know. it's just bad luck. Yeah. I'm not generally. Yeah, I'm not sure. Do you have any things about Friday the 13th in either direction? Like, do you care about it in any way? Oh, like in my own personal life? Yeah. Or the number 13 in general? I I mean, I have a vague curiosity about it. I think that every Friday the 13th, I Mm -hmm. go like, I think to myself, like, I should watch all the Friday the 13th movies. (laughs) But I I don't think I ever have once. Yeah. I generally like it just because I kind of like spooky things. I like the idea that today might just be cursed for no reason. Yeah. That is fun to me. Yes. Um, It's like a weird like reverse birthday. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. There's like aware of it. It's a normal day, but something's a little different. Yeah. But it tends to happen like twice a year. Yeah. So it's not that rare. I think last year was one of those. So it happens one to three times a year. It depends on the year. I kind of think last year was one of those three years. I felt like there were I felt like I heard about Friday the 13th a lot. I could be wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I always wanted to do some sort of special thing. Like play, you know what? Even like something goofy. Yeah. Like I have these like Blair Witch games that I haven't played yet that I really want to play. Like it'd be fun to do a horror themed 
thing on Friday the 13th just to, to yeah it's fun yeah to be in theme um, a lot of tattoo shops have $13 tattoos on Friday the 13th so there's oh, really? like lines around the block they're just like flash which is like the pre-drawn things that you just pick from a sheet yeah. so it'll be small um, so it's kind of in and out and no custom anything but yeah $13 tattoos are like a thing oh that's pretty cool um, Heather Farrell has like two I think um, Friday the 13th tattoos which wow. is sweet I'd be I'd be likely to do that if I had other tattoos I can't imagine my first tattoo being like yeah but I find that appealing is oh why, totally is I just don't want to I guess I just don't want to wait like there's like a big line and everything um, it's fun for some people like they it's it's probably kind of like um, tailgating it's just like a kind of like fun activity for the it. day or whatever yeah. you stand in line talk to your friends but like yeah meh. you know i will say that very recently yeah i did a live stream of friday the 13th the video game oh i saw that yeah they yeah, basically yeah, yeah. have like they the developers added for free yeah which is awesome yeah essentially a, a horror jason Voorhees themed escape room oh that's cool like a vir- they call it virtual cabin you walk yeah. around this cabin and you have to solve friday the 13th puzzles uh-huh. and stuff to that's unlock cool. to unlock like a final I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. You can find it if you go on the YouTube app, look yeah. up Talk Bomb, uh-huh. where you can watch this show, by the way. Uh, if you have not watched it, if you've only listened to it, you can yeah. watch it on YouTube.com mm-hmm. slash Talk Bomb. But yeah, check out that video. It was super fun, and yeah. I might do a future one as well because I enjoyed it as, uh, so much. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Sweet. All right, cool. So I'm going to take it on over to some uh, – well, some 13-y things. So I feel like the things that people are most familiar with, with the number 13 being unlucky, are the thing with ele- – uh, well, yeah, elevators and hotels not having a 13th floor and Friday the 13th itself, like as a whole thing, not just the yeah. movie. So I'm just going to talk about both of those things. Yeah. Okay. So – um, yeah, so there are a lot of hotels and buildings that don't have a 13th floor. As a matter of fact, um, Otis Elevators in 2002, um, did a, a released their poll or research or something and said that 85% of buildings don't have a 13th floor. What an America. amazing fact. 85%. I know. I was surprised. That's yeah. high. It makes me wonder, like, I, I forgot to do it. I wanted to, um, look up even like, um, uh, airlines, yeah, and yeah. just like look at if if I wanted to buy a ticket on an airplane, oh. could I buy the thirteenth row? Because I've yeah. heard that like just like hotels, they skip the thirteenth row sometimes. Yeah, I wanted to find ways to get more evidence right from places. I forgot. I to think do I that. did see other things that were about that. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Um, but so in the, in hotels, a lot of times they either just jump right from 12 to 14 or it'll be like 12A or 14A or whatever in between. Um, or sometimes, which I have never seen, I was like, Wikipedia, uh, fine. I mean, nothing, not that I've been to a million hotels or whatever, but that it might be labeled M because that's the 13th letter of the Latin alphabet. Oh, kind of highfalutin hotel. That's, that's insane. <laughs> the thirteenth letter of the Latin alphabet on there. I guess they don't um, need to explain it to anyone, right? Like people will just see M and it'll be white noise. Well, also, so it could mean that it's like a mechanical floor, like things get done there for the hotel. Um, right. Some hotels do have well because they all technically have a 13th floor if you count them but sometimes they do have a 13th floor but they kind of like use it because they don't want to have it say the 13th floor so the 13th floor will be like oh restaurant is that entire 13th floor so the 13th floor is restaurant floor so you're just doing the people that work in that restaurant yeah yeah right i wonder if there are people that are in the food service industry who would avoid working at that i'm sure if there are people who avoid like going to work or driving i'm sure that infiltrates like every occupation but again I wonder because I know it's also like it's it's also a joke 
about mm-hmm. the idea of the 13th floor where it's yeah. like floor 14 is actually floor 13. Right. Um, does that really make a difference to those people, I wonder? You know, is it like, you know, I mean, famously, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Kristen, famously, yes, famously, William Shakespeare said, a rose by any other name would smell as sweet. <laughs> sweet. Sweet. So it's, true. it's still the 13th floor. Right. Does that bother people or are they like, oh, thank God, it's a Chevy? They're probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this number, is fun. Number one, if it's a Chevy's, of course they're like, thank God, because Chevy's is great. There's nothing to be afraid of here. It's a uh, Dairy Queen. Yeah. <laughs> On the 13th floor of, of a hotel. <laughs> Could be. Empty floor. You can see like the support beams. Yeah. And there's a little Dairy Queen. She's <laughs> a sad Dairy Queen. Like it's. Uh, you want a blizzard? <laughs> like it's an air airplane food court a yeah. airport food court with just nothing else in it but yeah. a dairy queen yeah um so they sometimes do it with a restaurant or a pool which now that i think about it if you were somebody who was like this is still the 13th floor the pool's like the last place you want to be yeah i don't you're like gonna the idea slip on some water you're gonna drown yeah it's not great no thank you um so as you mentioned in um china or countries where they speak um chinese or mandarin like you said the number four sounds like the word death so all of the numbers on a hotel or any build well i mean it depends on the building but like yeah. hotel or building elevators any number that's four in it they just don't have that in there yeah so it's like one two three five and then like 14 <laughs> isn't there and 24 isn't there they like really go all out yeah um and they so in 2007 USA Today did a Gallup poll and they found out that only 13% of hotel residents would even care about this. Huh. Wait, 13%? Oh my god. That's weird though. I hadn't noticed that. I just got it. Yeah. You didn't notice that? No. That's weird. No, that is strange. 13% Was of that a joke? Ca- no. No. No, not at all. That is strange. Yeah, I was just like, oh, that means like nobody really cares. Like, why do people even bother doing this? They're yeah, just, it's following us everywhere. It's weird. Um, go ahead. I was gonna say, I like the idea of skipping the thirteenth floor. Like, I've I've heard sometimes yeah. people theorize that hotels will leave the thirteenth floor there mm-hmm. completely vacant. Yes, like just totally like almost abandoned, mm-hmm. and it makes me think the next time that I happen to find myself <laughs> in a giant you know skyscraper yeah. or whatever yeah i almost want to pay attention to how long it takes to get from floor one to floor two floor two to floor three uh-huh. and see if going from floor 12 to yeah. floor 14 takes twice as long well because that means that we will be breezing past right a like forgotten land right you give me a beautiful lead in william a beautiful lead in <laughs> so um there is a chain i guess you would say of haunted houses called the 13th floor um they're in chicago denver and san denver and san antonio and i thought what they had on their website was kind of cool and their idea for the haunted house is cool so they are explaining kind of like the lore behind 13 floor bad luck and number 13 being bad luck and then they say it should be noted that to place a floor between those uh, between those accessible from an elevator, it is necessary necessary to either take longer to travel between the neighboring floors or accelerate, both of which would be noticed by the riders. <laughs> it would also be noticeable from the exterior, re- requiring either an extra row of windows or a conspicuous gap between rows. Thus, it would make much more sense to build a secret floor, such as the 13th floor as a basement, making it much easier to hide 13th floor's location in what appears to be a single-story building uh, underground. We, the creators of the 13th floor haunted house, have discovered locations right here in, I was on the Denver website, 
constructed in the manner described above. Not completely sure of what all of their past uses may have been, it seems that the majority of these locations are currently inhabited as a home for the fortunate or unfortunate souls, living and dead, that have discovered their secret locations when seeking shelter from the environment or society. Various species of rats, snakes, and spiders have also taken up residence here, living in secret by their own rules. I'm confused. I'm a little confused now that I'm reading it too. So, does a basement count as a floor? For the purposes of this haunted house, it does. Yeah, I think a basement counts as a floor. So we're on like the tec- second we're on the second te- floor of my house right now? Technically. Like if you're being literal, yeah. So then kind of. you know, floor well, ki- I mean, floor twelve is floor thirteen in a lot of places. Yeah. Yeah, that's their point. <laughs> that's silly. Yeah. <laughs> but still, I like their point about having to – you'd be able to tell from the outside. Yeah. So hotels making like a secret thing so you can't tell that they're actually 13 floors. Right, 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 right. I mean technically – where we are right now, the basement isn't underneath us right now, right? Like in it this is. specific room. Sure. So this is the second floor. Yeah, basically. I guess so. Technically. Yeah. Do you, Are there um, people that are that freaked out by the number 13 that they'd be like, wait, 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 I wait, mean, wait. This elevator just took twice as long to get from 12 to 14. I just passed floor 13. Shiver. That gave me all the feels. I think, the shiver feels. God. I think if you're really looking for that and you're curious about it and you think it's cool, maybe. Or, or yeah. I mean, I guess I would be curious and think it's cool. I guess if you're somebody who's scared of that, then maybe you are looking for that. Because I would think that they could just build the, 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 the structure as normal. Yeah. And just don't put anything in 13. Then from the outside, you'll see floor 13. But, like, what a waste. You know what I mean? Like, you build a whole, f- like... You know. Oh yeah, but you gotta you gotta try to ward those uh, those spirits and ill omens away, right? It's true. Yeah. Well, all right, let's talk about thirteenth floors that maybe don't have anything on them and aren't used, or are they? <laughs> so wow. <laughs> all right. So they say. Oh, this is what I was thinking of that I tried to Google and came up totally short. Um. So when a thirteenth floor is in a government building. It leads to conspiracy theories about there being top secret stuff being done on that floor. Uh-huh. So I found on Reddit that um, in these government buildings where they skip the 13, it just goes from 12 to 14. Again, dubious the origins of this. This is what I couldn't find anything about. Yeah. But I don't care. It sounds awesome. That if you press 12 and 14 at the same time, that it brings you to the 13th floor. That's pretty cool. Totally. Um, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, and then there'll be, like, scary stuff on it. Awesome. Yeah. And then the Batman reference um, is what a cool reference in pop culture is about stuff being done on a 13th floor in Night of Owls. Yeah, I actually which, know Yeah, this. I know. It, I remember it, too. Um, that there is a building that has a 13th floor that's supposed to be unused, but it's actually them doing, like, secret clandestine stuff there. Yeah, that was a storyline that was part – it was recent. It was in, yeah. only in the last few years. Mm-hmm. It was written by Scott Snyder, mm-hmm. who took over writing for Batman when DC Comics rebooted everything. They yeah. started back at Batman number one, mm-hmm. and it was called the Court of Owls. Yes. It was a secret society operating within Gotham City, mm-hmm. and they would operate on the 13th floor of all the skyscrapers. Yeah. So yeah. Batman is, like, perched on a gargoyle. <laughs> And he's thinking to himself about how the gargoyles of the city, of the particular building he's on at least, he's like, they were meant to watch over the four main ways into Gotham. And then three more were added when they built subway tunnels that led into the city. And the 13th floor has been vacant. Or has it? (sighs) And then he like crashes through a wall and it's like a bizarre like secret societies. Yeah. Like headquarters. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I remember it. It's sweet. Very cool idea. Yeah. Um, so that is basically hotel stuff, 13th floor stuff. Cool. Now, let's talk about the origins of Friday the 13th as a scary concept. Let's. Okay. So, 
as I said before, there's always at least one a year and up to three, uh, three Friday the 13th in a given year. And here's where it seems like Friday the 13th became a thing. Okay. But it's weird because it started off as a good thing, the 13 club, and then took on like the opposite of what its intent was, well, kind of. Is that why? It started. That's what I read. I've heard that Friday the Thirteenth uh-huh. uh, is is literally a combination of two things: uh-huh. Friday being a day of bad luck and yeah. thirteen being a number of bad luck. Okay. So um, Friday, I mean, I, maybe I'm wrong about this. Uh, I believe was it was it Good Friday that Jesus was crucified? Sorry for all the like Christianity and like religious lore, but this I is don't... actually the underlying foundation okay. of a lot of the spooky stuff. Yeah. Now. So um. I think it was a Friday that yeah. Jesus was crucified. And so Friday became a day of like penance, yeah. whatever, giving something like people know meat on Fridays. People yeah. do that uh-huh. a lot. And so over time, people started to view that as a day to not do things, to be careful. Yeah. And then when that day happened to land on the 13th yeah. of a month, it was combining a day of, you know, like concern like, yeah, scary with a day stuff. of bad luck. Yeah. Smash them together yeah. Friday the 13th. That makes sense. That makes much more sense That's than what, what I, I found about the 13 Club. Is- it's surprising, though, that it's like two things mashed together. It's a Reese's peanut butter cup. It's peanut butter and chocolate, and you put them together, you get something Two nice. great tastes that taste great together. Yeah, Friday or the 13th. ominous together yeah. and dangerous. I guess so. Yeah. Uh, it also occurred to me, though, now knowing that this has a basis in sort of like religious mythology, Yeah. Friday the 13th, the series, uh-huh. is about a killer guy yeah. who dies and rises again weird and they never mentioned that it's friday the 13th in it right Did, isn't that a thing i don't know that it's just kind of like the name of the movie and you can assume but nobody's like who like they never talk about yeah. it being friday the 13th maybe well the original movie was supposed to be called like camp blood or something right so they weren't it even counting on the date yes but um yeah did you know that a lot of the friday the 13th movies weren't even released on friday the 13th no. How can you pass that up ever? Well, I, but maybe it like was too far away. What if it was one of those years where there's only one Friday the 13th and it's in like, you know, November and you want to hit like the summer box office? Well, then you wait. <laughs> you wait. Apparently you don't. They seem to do fine without it. I guess. They haven't made one in almost a decade, nine years. I think that's fine. No. We, don't, we don't need to remake every movie a billion times. Uh-uh. I love I Friday the more. 13th, but you know. Friday the 13th used to be my least favorite slasher. Oh, really? And in just the past year alone, yeah. it, it's like one of my favorites. I love Friday, Friday the, the 13th. 13th, the video game. There's yeah. a new puzzle game coming out for mobile phones. Uh-huh. Friday the 13th mobile game. Yeah. Uh, and cool. the next Friday the 13th movie will be the 13th of the series. Ooh, that's sweet. That'll be huge. That's definitely going to be a thing. Get it together, Paramount. That. Figure it out. Yeah, make it, Paramount. Well, do a good job. Yeah. Like, I don't want them to be like, all right, there's renewed interest. Let's fart out a story about Jason and just go. Make a good one. I don't know. Get clever people to write it. Have you know, somebody was, interesting direct it. Do something cool. You know, I thought to myself, that is obviously a brain fart. I know what year it is. I was like, well, maybe they're waiting for 2013. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. So then this is just a cool. This is just a cool thirteen thing. I, I found this on Refinery Twenty Nine, and they said it was the beginning of Friday the Thirteenth, but it doesn't make sense that it would be. So, okay. well, I guess in a way it kind of does. All right. Anyway, there was a guy named William Fowler in the eighteen hundreds um, who he was. <laughs> I wrote that he was in love with thirteen. 
So he went to PS 13 in the city, in New York City, um, public school 13. He fought in 13 civil war battles. He built 13 structures in the city, belonged to 13 secret clubs when I don't even belong to one. Um, and he tried to. You're in a secret group, the Facebook group. That's true. It's not really secret if we talk about it every week. Can we turn that group like into more of a secret, secret society? society? Sure. Right now, it's just called like Guide to the Unknown Podcast on Facebook or something. Look it up. Join the group. Ask to join. Yeah, we'll fun. approve you. Can we turn that into an underground society? How? Like Thorn and Birch or something. You know, like some frightening sounding Thora name. Thora Birch. <laughs> <laughs> the scariest secret society. I want people to submit uh, cool names for secret societies. <laughs> Uh, we'll pick a winner, and that'll be the There's name of the secret probably club. some sort of like secret society generator online. It would be that. It would be like name of tree plus right. object. Yeah, whatever. exactly. Yeah. yeah, apple button, <laughs> redwood, and pebble. No, pebble's too cute. I don't know. Anyway, okay. Pear so. peanut. <laughs> Submit your names. Submit spooky sounding names. Bonus points if you can yeah. make it guide to the unknown centric. Something we've yeah. talked about in the past. What would be a cool secret society name? That'll be the the Facebook. That'd be group. great. I would love that. Right. Okay, so um, so he is in love with thirteen. Obsessed with it. He should marry it. So he tried to coordinate all important events on the 13th of every month because it was just like a very lucky day for him. To tell you the truth, I feel like I always have a good day on Friday the 13th, I've noticed. Friday the 13th it's been is a, actually it's been like... a pattern. Like, I don't think it was something I looked for, but then I was like, hey, you know what? I think I always have a good day. It's like a low crime day. It's like a safe driving day because a lot of people don't want to drive. Yeah. It's ironically a very safe day. Again, I feel like it's not as cool as my birthday, but it's just like, oh, this is kind of a different day. I've got a little pep in my step. Sure. Okay. So then on Friday the 13th, um, 1882, he rented out room 13 of Knickerbocker Cottage <laughs> and started the 13 Club. Yeah. Um, and so they would meet <laughs> under a banner that said, uh, you know, I don't know how to pronounce this, Moraturi Te Salutamos, or We Who Are Able... No, we who are about to die salute you. Oh, which is awesome. They ate 13 courses, which is a lot of courses. I hope that's some a of, lot of food. I hope some of those were small because I like I love to put it away, but that's a lot. First course, um, cucumber slice. Yeah, <laughs> course raisin. I hope like one of the courses is raisin. I just registered what you said. <laughs> I don't even know what I was going to say. I hope one of the courses is reason, is what I was about to say. <laughs> yeah. um, and so they met that way until he died in 1897. Wow. And then the club just kind of dispersed because I bet he was definitely the glue holding that together. I don't think all the other members of the 13 Club were totally obsessed with 13 yeah. like he was. I don't have an enemy to put together 13 courses. Yeah, they were like, Mr. we can. Fowler. I think we can just let this go. Yeah. Um, so do you have I, a Fowler, Fowler fact? I have a little more information about the 13 Club. Okay. All right. So I read it as the goal was to put an end to the evil association with the number 13. So they that they didn't want people to be like 13's evil and spooky. They wanted oh to like Oh my god, William. It. What? <laughs> this is so dumb. What? <laughs> when you said put an end to the evil association, oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was like, I don't know if I looked crazy for a second, but I was like, what's the evil association? I thought it was a group like a like a um, uh, a rival group. The Evil Association is a pretty good name. Yeah, totally. And we abbreviate to T E A. Like a- Ooh, 
Ooh. It could be a cup of tea, and then in the wisps of it, there's like a skull and crossbones, almost as if it's poison. That's not a bad name for a secret group. Artists out the there. The Evil Association. If you can put together that cup of tea and the, the wisps of smoke above it are yeah. a skull, uh, work on that. I would uh, love that. So, um, <laughs> That is so dumb. I do that so much. Yeah, you did that on that. Uh, I used to do a show for the company Hunt a Killer called The Haunted Hunt. And Kristen and I did a segment about Hannibal Lecter. And I said that he aided people because he was like a doctor or something. And Kristen goes, you mean he ate them? Yeah, I thought it, it happened on Guides the Unknown, too, he I think, them. once. He aided them all up. I don't know what happens to my ear and my brain. Um, so they first met the, the 13 Club yeah. on Friday, January 13th at 8.13 p.m. Sweet. 13 people sat down to dine in room 13 of their venue, whatever you the said. The Knickerbocker <laughs> Cottage, which I'm sure is fancier than it sounds. The guests walked under a ladder to enter the room. And were seated among Stop piles it. of spilled salt. That's awesome. Uh, some of the people that ended up being involved in other 13 clubs around the country were five future U.S. presidents, including Chester A. Arthur and Teddy Roosevelt. Okay. I Look, I didn't, I didn't know there was a Chester Arthur president. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. I've never heard that name before in my life. Well. That, sorry, that's what I'm reacting to. But uh, anyway, you didn't know about Chester. You've never heard of Chester A. Arthur? <laughs> no, I think you hooked me up to a lie detector right now. There's no Martin Van Buren. Chester A. Arthur. How? When was that? You know, never mind. Doesn't matter. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, isn't that cool? You have to walk under a ladder to get in. That is so sweet. Well, guess what? There's another famous person who's obsessed with the number thirteen. Some, do you know? I don't okay. know. Okay, somebody who's relevant to us right now must have been taking a page out of old Billy Fowler's book. Maybe you've heard of her before. Her name's J.J. Swift. <laughs> Taylor Swift. <laughs> okay. Uh. So, she's obsessed with the number 13. Uh, I think that she might have a tattoo of 13, maybe. Okay. Um, I mean, honestly, I can see why she's obsessed with 13. I guess similar in a way to a William Fowler. This is all pretty sweet. I bet if this happened to me, I'd be really like, I'd be really into 13. Okay. So she was born on the 13th. She turned 13 on Friday the 13th. Her first album went gold in 13 weeks, and her first number one song had a third. Oh, that's weak. <laughs> her first number one song had a 13 second intro. That's okay. That's yeah. Um, <laughs> That's grasping yeah, at straws a yeah. little bit. Uh, Swift also says every time she's won an award, she's been sitting either in the thirteenth row. Th- oh, this is what I was thinking before when you were talking about um, seats on airplanes. Yeah. Ring a bell back to this. She has either been sitting in the thirteenth row, thirteenth seat, thirteenth section, or row M, oh, which is the thirteenth letter. <laughs> so annoying yeah totally you know um, i will say i distinctly remember uh-huh. when i was six years old yeah telling somebody that uh i had had like some form of revelation uh-huh um i was born on november 6 1986 uh-huh. and i was six. Oh, that's cool yeah and also evil the devilish one <laughs> yeah the devilish <laughs> one you two have been touched by the devilish one <laughs> everyone was focused on damien <laughs> And no one saw what I was up to. <laughs> Maybe that's why I crave all this attention now. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps. Um, so, so, oh, yeah. And then I was like, ooh, let me find out more about this. Because she has such a rabid fan base. I was like, I wonder if Taylor Swift's fan- fans are like obsessed with the number 13. The 13. So I, I googled, do Taylor Swift's fans love the number 13? Yeah. I got 
I just thought that was kind of a funny thing to Google. Yeah. Okay. So now I'm just going to tell you about some freaky things that have happened on Friday the 13th. That did seem like. Okay. Okay. So in 2010, um, in in England, a 13 year old boy was struck by lightning. um, On wait a second. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) On June 3rd. (laughs) No, this is it's it's weak again. Okay, this was not on Friday the 13th. It was a 13-year-old boy was struck by lightning, which does suck. Yeah. But the lightning reportedly struck at exactly 1.13 p.m. or 13.13 in military time. Maybe this did happen on Friday the 13th. I think I was looking at a page of things that happened on Friday the 13th, so they didn't specifically say it over again. It must have been. I had an idea for a terrible script. It was definitely on Friday the 13th. It was intentionally terrible. Okay. Uh, where uh, a victim is killed at 7.06. Uh-huh. And the police realize, oh my gosh, this must have something to do with the satanic cult. 7.06 would be 6.66 p.m. That's six minutes after seven, which would technically be six colon six. (laughs) So you have to watch these guys like figure it out. It's a stretch. You watch them figure it out and then you're like, that's stupid. And then they track down a satanic cult and they were right. Yeah. And the cult is like, you found out our devilish time. Yeah. We've embedded that, time. And <laughs> that is a pretty good, like, covert cult time. We embedded a dark message in time. <laughs> 7.06 p.m. There was also another script where they were like, well, we know who the killer is, but how are we going to find him? Wait a minute. What time is it? They go, it's 2.30, Jim. And he goes, it's 666. They go, it's 2.30, Jim. And he goes, 2.30. I know exactly where he'll be. He's at the dentist because it's 2.30. Oh, my God. And they go to the dentist and he's there because <laughs> it's 2.30. I pay to watch that. That's a good movie. Okay. So on Friday, all right. So on Friday, the, this is this is actually very sweet. Um, on Friday the 13th, 1969, a black cat darted onto the field during a decisive late season matchup between the Cubs and the Mets, both jockeying to lead in their division or lead their division. As the story goes, the cat ignored the Mets and stared into the Cubs dugout for 10 seconds before disappearing. The Cubs crumbled after that game, losing 18 of their next 27 games and toppling from first place in the division they didn't really shake that curse until last season and then lost to the mets in the playoffs oh okay but that is kind of <laughs> awesome that a black cat went onto the field on friday the 13th stared into the dugout of that team and then they totally started sucking when they had been ruling is there a chance that the captain of the other team is an animagus Ooh, maybe <laughs> <laughs> um there was a plane crash this is, this is awful but um happened on friday the 13th that was interesting so yeah so um there have been studies that said that actually traveling by plane and everything is actually a little bit safer than other days of the month yeah but on friday the 13th 1972 there were two major plane cl- crashes one was a large plane carrying a Uruguayan rugby team, and the other was a bigger plane um, flying from Paris to Moscow. And the death toll from both crashes was more than 200. Wow. Um, so the Moscow-bound uh, plane resulted in everybody dying, but 28 people survived the initial plane crash in the Andes. But um, – they ended up resorting to cannibalism Ooh. so that some of them could survive. Um, and it went down on October 13th and the 16 survivors were rescued 72 days later because they ate their dead. People. They, they ate them. Yeah. They I thought, them. I thought at first you were saying it all went down on October 13th, but you meant the plane went down. Yeah. No, no, no. The plane <laughs> went down. And then also, um, the Kitty Genovese murder happened on thir- Friday the 13th. Oh, mm-hmm. 
I studied that in psychology class. Yes, same. Yeah. yeah very famous case about a woman being attacked mm-hmm. and murdered. Yeah. And uh, the theory goes that everybody assumed somebody else was calling 911 right. to save her. Right. They called the bystander theory. And in fact, nobody was. Right. Because they all figured that somebody else would take care of it. Exactly. Yeah. And also, Tupac died on Friday the 13th. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. So that's my Friday the 13th stuff. Cool. I have a few more things. Yeah. I have a few. Uh, uh, I have one thing that's a bizarre thing that happened on mm-hmm. Friday the 13th. Okay. Uh, that I found interesting. Cool. On November 13th, 1982, boxer Kim Duck Koo died after going 15 rounds in the ring with Ray Mancini. Ooh. He got a subdural hematoma. His brain, his, his skull filled with blood. Ugh. He went into a coma and he died. Uh huh. As a result of that, his own mother committed suicide. Oh God! Shortly after, three weeks, three, three months later, uh huh, by drinking a bottle of pesticide. Oh my God! The bout's referee, Richard Green, uh-huh. was the ref in the ring the night that this guy gets punched in the head, gets the subdural hematoma, and yeah. dies. Also committed suicide within a year. Oh my God! Uh. Remember that was November 13, 1982. Uh-huh. As what a result, as a result of this event, uh-huh. um, there was a lot of reform in the sport of boxing. Mm-hmm. The length of a, of the average bout, the the length of any bout mm-hmm. in boxing was reduced from fifteen rounds mm-hmm. to twelve. Mm-hmm. And why? Because when the World Boxing Council was looking into the event to find out what could have been done to fix it Uh they realized that boxers are more likely to suffer a fatal injury starting in round 13 wow yeesh not crazy yeah yeah um ali told me that uh her grandmother when Uh she was a kid Uh uh was afraid of being 13 years old oh so when she was 13 when she was 13 years old Uh she would tell people either uh i'm just older than 12 or I'm about to turn 14. I love that. She would never tell people that she was 13 years old. I love that. Which I like a lot. Yeah. It's very, very cute. Yes, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, All right, a few quick facts about the number 13. Uh This is more Uh numerology-ish, but uh I just want to enter them into the record, basically. Mm -hmm. Uh, The United States of America started with 13 original colonies. Bingo. Uh, That I knew. 13 is commonly believed to be the age when uh, kids move from being a kid uh-huh. into a teen. Uh-huh. Uh, it's when typically you would have your bar mitzvah, your, bots, your bat mitzvah. Mm-hmm. You can see PG-13 movies. Mm-hmm. You can start to sign up for a lot of web services. Yeah, it's like a, a magic when you're 13. number. Mm-hmm. What web services? Um, uh, I think stuff like, you know, you can't sign up for like Snapchat unless you say you're 13. Uh, okay, yeah. But I think most people just go like, yeah, I'm 13. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, the Apollo 13 lunar mission. Ah. Uh, their oxygen tank exploded on April 13th, 1970. Ooh. Very unlucky slash lucky. They made yeah. it home. Yeah. Also, Interesting. a very lucky movie. Because it's so good? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hell 13 is really good. A deck of cards has four suits. Uh-huh. Each suit has 13 ranks. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Buckle up. Okay. I'm going to tell you some stupid stuff. Now. All right, Buttercup. We're going distinctly into the realm of the dumb for Great. just a few minutes. Great. Uh, yeah, because it's all been so highbrow. What with me not knowing of a president and all. Well, but it's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting stuff that I think everybody's familiar <laughs> no, with I number know, 13. No, I know, but I'm just saying. I'm, but this is distinctly, we're now like crossing the line into 
dopey, distinctly okay. dumb territory. We talked, uh, I think a couple of weeks ago, uh-huh. about William Castle, yeah. a film producer who went to extreme lengths to promote his movies, yeah. saying that you uh, you might die of fright in the theater and ha- he would have um, hearses parked out yeah. front preparing yeah, for awesome. you to die of fright. So one of the movies that he produced, we talked about it, was 13 Ghosts. Uh-huh. Kristen, I know what the 13 Ghosts were. Okay. I'm going to list them quickly. Sure. Because I think they're interesting. In the movie 13 Ghosts, where a family inherits a house uh, that is said to be haunted by 13 ghosts, yeah. they encounter a wailing lady, clutching hands, floating head, fiery skeleton, <laughs> hanging lady, executioner, severed head. I wonder if they should meet up with clutching hands. Oh, maybe. Yeah, Heaven. they can put, really put something together. Like Zombie. Yeah. When yeah. He, when he finally gets those hands he ordered. Yeah. Uh a fully grown lion and its headless tamer. An Italian chef murdering his wife and her lover in the kitchen. Wow, that's elaborate. Dr. Zorba. What do I know Dr. Zorba from? 13 Ghosts. I guess, yeah, duh, duh. anyway. And then the villain of the movie, Benjamin Rush, dies, and they claim that he is the 13 Ghosts. Ah. But here's the rub. Okay. Before I said uh, Benjamin Rush. There were already 13 Ghosts? There was already 13. Right. I'm thinking they're not counting the lion as a ghost. Possibly. Probably, no. but I would. Okay. Even dumber. Yeah. They remade 13 Ghosts. Yes, with Monk. Stars Adrian Monk. Yeah. <laughs> Clean freak detective. Yeah. Hey, I came up with a joke that no one likes. Not, not even me. Oh. Well, I guess I try me. I guess I kind of like it. Yeah. It would have made more sense probably around when Monk first came out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so try to put yourself in the mindset of tuning into USA Network. Characters welcome. And being like, what's this? What's this new show? <laughs> At this sexy young detective. All right, I think I'm there. <laughs> you know, he was obsessively yeah. cleaning things. He had OCD. He never stopped oh, cleaning. God. He yeah. couldn't. He knew, people couldn't hand Adrian Monk stuff. He'd have to have his assistant yeah, take it was, and then hand it to him. He had problems. He was on another level. The police chief on Monk. Yeah. Is played by the same actor who plays Buffalo Bill in Silence of the Lambs. Right. And so the joke is that Buffalo Bill captures monk and has him in that pit in his basement all right so he's going i already like it so he's going put the lotion on the stop cleaning the pit monk stop cleaning the pit this monk is just down there yeah scrubbing the walls i thought he wasn't gonna want to use the lotion because it's like not the right kind (laughs) he has an allergy there's do you have anything with oatmeal i have very dry skin there's a lot to be done with it if it were the year like 2002 (laughs) william i'm excited by it i'm I'm lit up by it it. might make for a mediocre mad tv sketch he would never have gotten out of there because he would never lure sweet what's the dog's name like sweetie or something yeah he would never lure that dog down to the pit with him because it'd be like yeah you're right you wouldn't want to touch that dog yeah Yeah. yeah. um okay so they made monk would die down there he would yeah Yeah, he wouldn't make it out of that movie alive they'd find monk's bones in the bottom of that pit poor man clean um (laughs) that clean pit yeah that very clean pit clean pit so they remade 13 ghosts and it was supposed to be really, really edgy, really hardcore. Ugh, it was gross. It was gross. Now, I know about the 13 ghosts in that movie. Yeah. In that movie, they say that this house with its like moving walls is meant to assemble all of the ghosts of the Black Zodiac. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which are the following. Uh-huh. The firstborn son. It's a kid with an arrow sticking through his head. Uh, he died because he decided to have a, uh, a fake duel with a neighbor. 
Uh, he was using a toy gun. The neighbor was using a real bow and arrow. Kid dies. That is so stupid. They're all stupid. <laughs> then there's the torso, ghost of a bookie who cut, got cut into pieces by the mob. Ugh, the torso. The bound woman. Uh, a high school girl who toyed with boys' affection. She was murdered and buried on the 50-yard line of the high school football field. Oy. All right. Come on. The withered lover, Gene Criticos, wife of Adrian Monk, <laughs> died in a house fire. <laughs> the torn prince, a 1950s baseball star, died in a drag race. Uh-huh. The angry princess. This one was insane. Yeah. In the movie, there's a nude ghost. Yeah, that's part of what I think is gross. Isn't there something wrong with her boobs? Like, are they like cut out around them or something? They look insane. Okay. Because they're obviously like like prosthetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, her story is she worked for a plastic surgeon who paid her in cosmetic okay, procedures. That's, yeah, so they're like stitched up and like weird and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure they actually say this stuff in the movie. Yeah. I think this is like DVD menu. I think you're right, actually, yeah. William. I think I remember us watching this and then reading this and we were like, what? That, that's not anywhere in the <laughs> that movie. That didn't come across. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, one night she tried to perform surgery on herself, which left her blind in one eye. <laughs> Killed herself in a bathtub. Oh, that'll do it. Yeah, that's totally what I'm thinking of, yeah. yeah. The Pilgrimus, a pilgrim who was accused of witchcraft, made to starve in a pillory. Ooh. The great... Could be the Pillarus. <laughs> the Pillarus. <laughs> the great child and the dire mother. A tiny lady who was in a freak show uh-huh. uh, had a kid. Uh, <laughs> that's it? Yeah, not of her own will. Oh, okay. Pretty off. Like, I actually hated reading it because I'm like, feels like the kind of thing where they're just kind of like glamorizing not even glamorizing it but just flippantly being like yeah, yeah. she was assaulted yeah, yeah and ended up giving birth to a kid who was like gargantuan uh-huh uh then she was kidnapped and suffocated mm-hmm. he killed the people that uh had kidnapped his mother uh-huh and uh then a mob killed him oh so yeah all right the hammer an 1890s blacksmith who killed people who murdered his wife and child he was chained to a tree and people drove rail spikes through him chopped off his hand and replaced it with a hammer <laughs> What? So scary. I'm so scared right now. The jackal. Why would they supply him with a tool? I don't know, but he's a member of the Black Zodiac now. (laughs) He's in there. Uh, The jackal was the ghost of a 19th century guy who attacked prostitutes. Kind of like a... um, Jack the Ripper? Jack the Ripper-ish, yeah. He ended up committing himself to an asylum. Okay. And they confined him into a straitjacket that was so tight it contorted his arms, the bones in his arms. He chewed himself free, so they put a metal box on his head. Amy was the jackal for Halloween one year. Yeah, that's yeah, right. The um, owner of the salon that I worked at for a long time who like goes all out for Halloween and like does like crazy special effects makeup and stuff. She did like a really cool thing. It was pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, the Juggernaut, a giant serial killer who used to kill hitchhikers and stranded drivers in his junkyard. Huh. They say in the movie he killed nine people while he was alive. Wow. 31 after that. <laughs> um, the Broken Heart. Uh, this is the final member of the Black Zodiac. It would have been Adrian Monk, but he survived. Oh, he figured it out. 13 Ghosts, the remake, was listed as one of Roger Ebert's most hated films. <laughs> I, I've gotten away with him. I don't like that movie. He hated it. <laughs> That's so funny. I love reading his reviews where he hates things. He He's hated so good. it so much. <laughs> You really, really hated it. Um, all right. I think that that's everything that I've got on Great. the number 13 on Friday the 13th. Sweet. In our 13th episode. Yeah. My goodness. Awesome. My gosh. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. So, yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed. Yeah. Yep. Uh, good luck out there. You're going to be seeing the number 13 mm-hmm. everywhere now. Yeah. Um, 
Don't run. It's all over the place. Don't it comes try to right hide. after 12. You know, pay attention when you're in an elevator. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? If you need to find safe refuge, just keep your eye on the clock. Yeah. You're not going to find it there. I wonder if there are any people that are like, you know what? I'm afraid of the number 13, the number 17, and the number 4. Maybe. I'm afraid of all of them. <laughs> Maybe. That's got to be rough. I can't do much of anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Stay inside. Cool. All right. Well, that's going to do it yeah. for us here on this week of uh, episode of Guide to the Unknown. Yep. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank yep. you all for Thank watching you. and or listening. Mm-hmm. If you enjoyed the show, things that you can do uh, to to uh, repay in kindness mm-hmm. uh, our comedic efforts, yeah. go on Apple Podcasts. Consider leaving us a five-star review. Mm-hmm. We greatly appreciate it. Um, tell your friends about the show. Share the show in any capacity, whether that's uh, writing a Facebook post, yep. retweeting stuff on Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, writing a blog post, something like that. Yeah. Really appreciate Anything. it. Anything. Yep. Yeah. You can also go to Patreon, patreon.com slash gttupod mm-hmm. so that you can set up a donation to give back monthly to the show. Yeah. Help us keep this operation in order. Yeah. Um, and if you want, you can also follow us on all social media. Yeah. So um, Guide to the Unknown is on all social media at gttupod. So on Twitter, Instagram, and you can also just find us on Facebook that way. And then I individually am at Chillin' Kristen on Instagram and Twitter. I am at Haunted Sponge. Yep. Start cooking up cool, weird secret society names for our Facebook <laughs> yes, group. please. And join the Facebook group while yeah. you are at it. It's a cool group. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Uh, but more than anything, we hope that you had a cool, spooky time with us. Yeah. We will see you next Friday for another terrifying episode of Guide to the Unknown. Correct. But until that time comes, we must travel. Back to the netherworld. Go we. Good night. This is the first time that we've ever done a uh, a live live show of Guide to the Unknown, and it was painful to avoid the chat, but we wanted to make sure that the show still feels the yeah. same when it hits all the podcast apps and YouTube on Friday. Yeah. So uh, maybe we'll just take a couple quick seconds here at the end uh, to say hi to some people that yeah, said cool. hi in the chat. Um, Michelle, I believe that's Cryptic Kablam. <laughs> I really enjoy. Oh yeah. Yep. Uh, about when I guess we were talking about the gallows and how there are twelve steps up and then yeah. one step down mm-hmm. to hang from the noose. Ba-dum-cha. Quite the twelve step program. You got that right, boo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she also said, uh, if there's a vacant thirteenth floor. They must also have set up lights to turn on and off in the windows so as not to arouse suspicion from the outside. Right. It'd be so weird if there was a whole floor in a hotel that was always dark or always lit. Yeah. That's cool. I wonder if they would even, you know, I wish that, that there... No, what? go ahead. Well, I was going to say, it'd be cool if there was more uh, lore about what's at risk uh-huh. on the 13th floor. I know. I couldn't find anything. It'd be cool I could they... only find, like, Reddit um, fiction stories about stuff. Yeah. yeah. It'd be awesome, though, if they had to make up a 15th floor or a 13th floor yeah. as if it was just normal. Yeah. So they have to have, you know, hotel rooms. They just yeah. never go there. And so maybe the hotel rooms look like they did in the forties because they was originally built that way. Yeah. But no one has gone back since. That would be a sweet movie or book or something. That would be like, um, there's a play that I never saw and I always wanted to mom and I wanted to go see it and like, we just never got around to it called, 
Oh God, what the hell is it called? I don't remember, but it's, um, so a real thing is that Barbara Streisand has like a mall in her basement, which is where huh. she stores all her stuff. And there was a, uh, a one man show about what if you were the worker in that mall, which that's, is not, which is not a thing. So like, cool. what if there was somebody whose job was to make it look like the 13th floor was operational and they think this is just like a BS job that they have to do, but then scary things happen. Well, that'd be cool, right? When Allie and I were in New Orleans, we went mm-hmm. on a haunted Upstairs tour. basement, downstairs basement. I don't know. Damn it. I don't know. Uh, oh, no, that was the store in Massachusetts. We went on a haunted tour of New Orleans. Yeah. And they took us to a restaurant where there's one table off to the side where they say a ghost sits every night. Oh, I love that. It was a former owner who lost everything in a game of cards, and I think he killed himself. But so they found out that uh, most nights he will end up throwing glasses around the place. They'll come in in the morning, and a lot of stuff will have been demolished. And just by happenstance, they realized if they put a glass of wine and a basket of bread on the table. And he's happy? He's happy. That's I, I would be. Did you know that you can pay an extra $50 to dine with the ghost? Oh, wow. It's a pretty good setup. <laughs> we didn't take them up on it. I'm but it surprised. would be cool if it was like, you have to go through these ropes because these ghosts, they are, they're yeah. used to the routine. And if yeah. anything violates the routine, if anything reminds them yeah. that they are dead, that, that nobody is accommodating their lifestyle – they flip out. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. That'd be cool. By the way, it's called Buyer and Seller. Seller is in like basement. The uh, the play about working in Barbara Streisand's ball. Isn't there also a thing about Oprah Winfrey having like a working Old Navy in her basement or something? What? I don't know if it's an Old Navy. Probably not, right? What? Yeah. Like a working like an, an actual store? That's what I thought. Or it's like made up to look like. Maybe I'm thinking of the Barbara Streisand thing and I just ascribed it to I think you have Oprah. to be. I don't know. Yeah. Hello, James. Hello, Mom. Hey, James. Hello, Lynn. Mom. Family yeah. affair. Yes. Uh, Mom gave me this Ninja Turtles yep. city sewer thing. She said it's a little, uh, it's got to go up on the left a little bit. Perfect. Just take care bit. of that. Just take care of all these things. Um, yeah. Thank cool. you all so much for watching. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Uh, this was really fun. Yeah, totally. Uh, it's pretty easy to do given yeah. the way that we do the show. Yeah. So we may do it in the future. Yeah, so sure, stay why not? tuned to Guide to the Unknown on Facebook. Yep. Like the page to make sure that you get the updates. Mm-hmm. Uh, and keep your eyes peeled. The episode that we recorded tonight will be out on Friday yep. on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, YouTube, Google Play Music, everywhere mm-hmm. that podcasts are. Yep. We're going to submit an application to try to get on Spotify. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. yeah Thank cool. you again, everybody. Uh, we'll see you in the future. And yeah. uh, have a good rest of your evening. Thank you, Dolores. Bye, guys. Thank you, Dolores. Oh, Angelique, that's Muriel's restaurant. She's from New Orleans. Oh, that's right. She would know. That's right. Nola she Expressions Book Club. That's right. Muriel's restaurant. Cool. Wow. Cool. Yeah. yeah I, I I wish we had recorded more in New Orleans. Did I record eh, anything? While you're probably there? just enjoying. Oh, I enjoyed a lot. Yeah. I loved New yeah. Orleans. I know. So me too. Much. Okay. Actually, guys, I mean, I know there are only a few people here, but I'm just going to say it. So we don't have it all planned out yet, but um, Ryan and I decided not to go to Disney Yeah. because I we were talking about New Orleans the other day, like here, like all of us. And I was like, man, I really, you know, I loved it there. And I was like, I think I kind of want another trip like that. It's like a cool old historical city kind of trip. So we're going to go to Savannah, Georgia. Ooh. Um, so yeah, if, if anybody has any cool Savannah tips. Cool. Also, we haven't planned out yet or anything, but we're going to drive there. 
You should you yeah. should look up some sort of like spooky savanna thing. I already have. There's a ton of stuff. Yeah, do some like reporting like insanely, from the field. Yeah, yeah. It's like an insanely old city. Cool. So it's kind of similar. That's how I found it. And also I loved Charleston. It's like one of my favorite places that I've been. Yeah. And when I came back, everybody kept being like, oh, did you go to Savannah? Because it's not that far. And I guess they're kind of similar. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I think it's going to be a good one. Charleston anyway. makes a good chew. <laughs> he really does. That's why I like it so much. How come there aren't chews from oh, other Lynn places? Oh, Lynn loves Savannah and says her favorite place. All right, cool. We'll talk. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that, Lynn. Okay, great. Very interesting. Good. All right, everybody. All right. We're out from here. Bye, guys. But thanks Have a good again. Night. We'll see you in the future. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.